Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas, and this week we are talking about Corey Haim. Not just Corey Haim, but specifically one of his lesser-known movies, but one that I think is actually pretty fantastic. Uh, well, it's it's good. Fast Getaway from 1991, directed by Spiro Rosados. A few tips on how to make it in the fast world. I'm here to change the tune. I like him out of money. Always be at the right place at the right time. This is a real bank robbery, trust me. Never sweat under pressure. We're surrounded. Nice move, Pop. Real nice move. Girls. I know, son. Girls will always be girls. Let me make sure that I have everything right. Oh, that's great. No, go ahead. Go ahead. First gear, second, third, and reverse. This first. And this is second. <laughs> oh, God. You gotta find a girl with a soft, gentle touch. Women, boy, women. Always dress for success. Can I help you, miss? Yes, you can. You should always be prepared for life's little surprises. Webster Town Jail ain't gonna stop us. No how, no whip. Never take any unnecessary risks. Ready? Go. Hold, hold. Pizza cake. Pizza cake. And always leave yourself plenty of room for a fast getaway. Before we totally get into fast getaway, I just would like to say, back when I was growing up in the 80s and early 90s, it was all about the two Corys. They had some of the most fun movies. Lost Boys, which I probably shouldn't have seen as a kid, but it was the 80s. We were allowed to watch crazy stuff like that. I watched uh, Dream a Little Dream and uh, License to Drive, like on repeat, all three of those. And then I liked Corey Haim's solo movies, like uh, Lucas was probably the first thing I ever saw him in. I mean, that was full of uh, rising stars. It had Charlie Sheen in it as well. Also had uh, Carrie Green from Goonies and uh, Winona Ryder, like before I'd ever seen her in anything else. And I just like Corey Haim. Like, there was just something about him that was fun, and uh, his movies were just a good time. And he had this ability to kind of just play, not really the everyman, but he played kind of every sort of character. Like, in Lucas, he was the quiet, nerdy kid, but was actually... Not cool, but he was really um, interesting, and once you got to know him, you really liked him. In License to Drive, he was sort of the Zach Morris kind of character a little bit. He was, I don't know what the hell he was in Lost Boys, but he was goofy. He was just like an 80s kid, and uh, I enjoy, God, I love Lost Boys. That movie is so good. It's so good for so many levels. It's good for a Corey movie. It's good for a vampire movie. It's good for like a weird California movie. I could throw that. You could make so many different double features out of Lost Boys. Uh, and then Dream Little Dream, he plays kind of a burnout character whose mom ran over him uh, 
with her car, and he has a broken leg the whole movie. He actually broke his leg right before the movie started, so they had to write that, that, in, write that into it. He wasn't even originally going to be in Dream Little Dream. Uh, Corey Feldman brought him on because the, his girlfriend was in it, I guess, and they wanted Corey to be in it as well, so he ended up being in it, so it ended up being a Corey movie. But the point is, Corey Haim has done so many different roles, and I've liked him in just about every one that I've seen, so... And I was always a big fan, and it turns out I'm still a big fan. Uh, and I, the more I thought about it as I was watching Fast Getaway the other day was that, like, he didn't have as long a time as I thought getting movies in the theater. Like, Dream Little Dream was sort of the last real movie where it was full-on in the theaters, I think. Because then he had Roller Boys and Dream Machine, which might have gotten a limited release, but it was a lot of straight-to-video stuff after Dream Little Dream, which I kind of get. I mean, that in itself is very strange, a very weird movie. Well, I'll probably do a whole podcast on Dream Little Dream at some point, but I was a big fan of Corey Haim. And I, it's funny, though, when, we, when I was younger, I thought he was Corey Feldman. I got the two confused quite a bit. Um, but even in the movies where it was Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, I always preferred uh, Corey Haim. There was just something about him. I don't know if it was just like, just his personality just seemed fun. And he was like energetic and goofy. And uh, I like that. At Silver Bullet I've seen too. Uh, but I don't really remember Silver Bullet all that well. Other than my friend uh, Josh is still scared of that movie. Um, but I was a big fan. And then I remember on uh, on HBO, the movie Fast Getaway 2 played a lot. And I was like, why, why is this Fast Getaway 2? I've never even heard of the first one. And then I, I remember seeing that eventually, and I liked it, but I didn't think much of it. And then I was, I was going through Amazon the other day, and I was looking up movies from Cynthia Rothrock, who's a very, very good martial artist. She made a lot of straight-to-video movies in the 90s. In fact, um, Sean and I are planning at some point to talk about a few of her movies. We were going to recently, and then we switched it up and, and did something else. But we've been planning on doing a Cynthia Rothrock podcast for a long time because her movies are super fun. They're not always that great, but they're a good time. And I totally forgot the Fast Getaway movies were the first thing that I ever saw her in. And the first movie just happens currently, as of this recording, playing on uh, Amazon Prime. So I was like, all right, let's watch this. I haven't seen this forever. Love Corey Haim. Um, and I, I, I enjoyed the movie. I mean, it's still, I still think it was a lot of fun. If you've never seen it, it's a lighthearted tale about a gang of bank robbers who fall out and split up. The brains of the gang is a boy, played by Corey Haim, and his father, and they successfully continue their crime spree. Uh, annoyed at this, Lily, who's played by Cynthia Rothrock, uh, and her loyal and stupid companion decide to kidnap the boy, Nelson, and force him to work for them. And that whole thing doesn't happen to like, the last 20 minutes of the movie. But yeah, I it is fun, and I think one of the things that I really like about it is Corey Haim... Uh, who plays Nelson, his dad is Leo Rossi, uh, and he plays Sam, and they have a really good chemistry together. Like, I kind of buy that they're father and son. It's a bit of a friend relationship more than a father and a son, but uh, Leo Rossi, he was in stuff like, uh, he was in Halloween 2, he was in Analyze This, he was, he was in that really horrible John Travolta movie, Gotti, which I think I saw the first 15 minutes of and I never went back. I've meant to over the years, but I, I haven't. And he's been in, you know, guest shots and a bunch of TV shows uh, throughout the year. He's usually like a Italian mobster type of character. Uh, but he plays Corey Haim's dad. And I really like him in this. He's fun and he's, you know, lighthearted. And his girlfriend, Cynthia Rothrock, is Lily, who looks like the most 90s woman I've ever seen. She's got the really short blonde hair and then she does kung fu and attacks everybody. And uh, it's wonderful. 
they do have a little bit of a falling out in the beginning, and she beats the crap out of uh, Sam because she overhears uh, him and, and Nelson, Corey Ames' character, talking about how she's not the brightest and, you know, they just have to stick with it for a little while. Well, then she, you know, whips out the kung fu and, and uh, completely beats up Sam and her and Tony, played by Ken Lerner, who's, he plays Lou Schwartz on Goldberg's, uh, Schwartz's dad. Uh, which is crazy because I I didn't even put that together and I watched both shows. Maybe it's because I don't really like um, Goldberg's anymore that I completely blocked out that it was the same guy. But he kind of plays the doofus sidekick character. And if you don't get that he is a moron just by, you know, literally the words that he says and the way he acts, they do have like really bumbly music in the background, like doop, 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 something along those lines. Just to let you know, this guy, he didn't win any spelling bees. And uh, they run off, and then you don't really see them for a little while in the movie. But basically, it's just like a road trip movie with Corey Haim and his dad uh, driving around and robbing banks. And there's a scene where Corey Haim is dressed like a girl who goes into the bank. And, you you know, you really wouldn't know. It's like the second movie where he's dragged it up. Uh, He did that in the sequel to Just One of the Guys, Just One of the Girls, which I've never actually seen, but I've seen the, the cover of it. And he does sort of have a feminine quality to him. I, I will give it that. Uh, so then the dad goes and uh, robs it and uh, totally fools him. But eventually they get busted because Corey Haim wants to go to this town. The dad's like, no, no, we don't go to this town. It's bad news in that town. And he doesn't ever really say why. Um, but uh, they, they eventually go there when the dad falls asleep and they get busted because uh, Cynthia Rothrock and her now boyfriend, I guess, Tony, uh, they're in a, a slummy hotel across the street from the bank and they knew they just knew nelson was going to want to rob the bank there and uh, of course they're right and they call the cops and then they get arrested and you find out the reason the dad doesn't want to go to that town is because uh, his ex-wife who he told nelson was dead lorraine played by uh, marcia strassman she was the mom from honey i shrunk the kids and she was in welcome back cotter uh she comes back into Corey haim's life in the in the movie and uh i you know what i do enjoy this movie it is Pretty simple. It's a pretty basic movie. They're going to different towns and different banks, but they all kind of look the same. Like, I'm not exactly sure they're actually leaving anywhere. Uh, they're all in, like, the kind of Utah, Colorado area, and everything just sort of looks like the same spot. So I'm, I'm not... I'm pretty sure they probably just filmed in the same area. But the bank robberies are kind of fun. I will say, it's funny, the director, Spyro Zato's, is a stunt coordinator, and he does stunts a lot. That's what he normally does. I mean, he's done stunts, and listen to this list. He's a stunt coordinator for the Fast and Furious uh, F9, Bad Boys for Life, Venom, Fate of the Furious, Kong Skull Island, uh, Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, Captain America Civil War. I mean, this is like the go-to guy, and he directed this movie, and you can kind of tell it's done by a stunt person because the fight scenes are extremely close. Like, they look very authentic, and, like, they're really hitting each other a lot of the time. And there's a a long stunt towards the end where Corey Haim's hanging out of a truck. He's being dragged on, like, a fence, which the whole time I'm like, why don't you just let go of the fence, and then you'll just roll to the side of the road? I don't know why you wouldn't do that. But there's stunts like that that I'm like, oh, yeah, this this is probably done by a stunt person. But I got to say, as many car chases as there are, and there's quite a few, they're not that great. I mean, they're good, but they're like straight to video good. If you know what I mean by that. If you've ever watched like straight to video stuff, it's usually, you know, some of them can be pretty good, but they're always just like, eh, just a little off the mark. But 
you know, I they weren't thinking that going in because this almost went to theaters. I think the the plan was to do a video release, but then they're like, well, maybe it's good enough to be in theaters. And I, I think it maybe could have been. I don't know. Uh, but here's the thing, Iowa, where I'm at recording this, it's our fault this didn't get a theatrical release. It said the movie was considered for a wide theatrical release. Prior to committing this, though, uh, Cinetel Films and New Line Cinema performed a market test by airing promos for the film in Iowa, including the official trailer narrated by Corey Haim, which we heard earlier. Uh, the response was lackluster, and the movie was released largely direct-to-video instead. However, it did well. Like, it, it did well enough to get a sequel. But um, it's a it's a pretty straightforward movie. Not a lot of twists and turns, uh, other than, surprise, surprise, his mom's alive. And the weirdest part is, so Nelson is staying with his mom. He doesn't know that. He just thinks it's an old friend of, of his dad's. And he's looking at pictures of her son on the refrigerator. And, like, he's like, whatever happened to your son? And she goes, oh... I just lost him a long time ago. Well, the dad picked up and like left with him a, wa- a long time ago. And uh, the weird thing is, he's literally looking at pictures that are supposed to be him. How would you not know that's you? You know what I mean? Like, what? If I saw a picture of younger me, I'd be like, oh, hey, look, it's me. Why do you have all these pictures with me? And there's a couple of them where he looks like he's at least three or four. You kind of start to develop memories. And I feel like you would remember your mother if you were that far into uh, you know being with her. That part was a little confusing. But other than that, big fan. Really enjoyed it. Is it Does it rank high on the list of Corey Haim movies? No, not really. I mean, out of the direct-to-video, which admittedly, looking at his filmography, I have not seen a lot of them. But I can say it's better than uh, Dream a Little Dream 2, which is straight-to-video. He did a lot of uh, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman movies, the two Corey movies. He did a lot of those actually straight to video, which I didn't even know they starred in so many that weren't in theaters. I was just used to, you know, the other ones, the the big ones like License to Drive, which is still one of my favorite movies. In fact, that movie is why I was excited to turn 16. That movie is probably why 16 is my favorite number. Well, that and I was born on April 16th. But I remember being so excited, like, oh, I get my license when I'm 16. Spoiler alert, I still don't have my license. But I still love the movie License Drive because that's just a fun adventure movie. Um, there's a lot of the fun Corey Haim movies back then. But yeah, I think License Drive, probably the one I've seen the most. It's funny, the ones with cars t- tend to be the ones that I uh, that I enjoy. I don't know what it was. There's just something about watching Fast Getaway again. I need to watch the second one. Unfortunately, it's not legally streaming anywhere. Wink, wink, wink. It's on It's on another website, which I'll, I'll probably end up watching it. Because uh, I remember liking Fast Getaway 2 more. But it's kind of fun because I, I remember originally liking it because of Corey Haim. And then nowadays, now that I've gotten more into the straight-to-video martial arts genre, which I didn't even really know was a thing. Thanks, Sean. Uh, I've gotten more into Cynthia Rothrock movies. And she I could use her more in this movie. And I, if I remember right, I think she's in it a little bit more in the second one. But uh, just her fun badassery of kicking people. There's a very odd scene in Fast Getaway where they're hauled up in the, this hotel, her and and her boyfriend, and she's just, like, for no reason kicking things in the hotel room. Like, he's not even there. She's alone. And she's just kicking the shit out of the furniture in the hotel. And there's no real reason for it whatsoever, but I'm so happy that scene exists because it's just so weird. And I'm, I was just thinking about all the times that I literally stay in hotels 
I'm like, you know, I've never really had the urge to uh, beat the piss out of literally everything in the room. But she's kicking, like, hangers and tables, and then he comes in and he throws her on the bed, and then, you know, what scene's about to happen, but it's PG-13 and it's straight to video, so nothing really happens, uh, as far as I know. Um, But yeah, she's really fun in it. I really like the cast. I think they're fun. I think, like I said before, I think Corey Haim and Leo Rossi have a fun... uh, chemistry together which is so strange uh, but I think that's the thing about Corey Haim that I like so much is he's just got uh, charisma I mean he's just fun to watch and he's very kind of hyper in this movie almost too much he's almost too hyper but it's enough that I, I still really enjoy it so if you're a fan of Corey Haim and you haven't seen much of his his uh, straight to video stuff this is probably one of the better ones like I said I don't know how many of his straight to video movies I've actually seen I know I've seen the Fast Getaway movies. I don't think I've ever seen Dream Machine where there's a dead body in a car of his. Again, always a car. Um, Blown Away with Nicole Eggert, I have seen. That was a late night movie. Uh, it was uh, it was weird. But yeah, Double O Kid, I remember that being on HBO. And I remember seeing it in video stores. I stayed away from it. I don't know why. I just didn't think it looked like it was going to be anything worth watching. Um, but this is definitely one that I, I think is fun. And like I said, the stunts aren't too bad. I mean, the car stunts, I thought they'd be a bit more exciting. There's, like I said, the one at the end with the fence and the dragging of Corey Haim. That one's kind of fun, but all the other ones are just kind of, they're kind of slower chases. I mean, they they drive through some things, but they're kind of boring. But they're, they're fine for what it is. There is also a uh, breaking somebody out of jail where they drive through a wall. That's kind of fun. But again, I've seen it done in other movies a little bit better, but it fit in this one. I thought it was a good time. Plus, it starts to incorporate uh, the mom a little bit, and I always like Marcia Streisman, so why not? Let's uh, let, let's have some fun. And speaking of adding the mom to things, uh, the end of the movie seems to set up that they're going to be like a family of bank robbers. And I'm going to have to see if I remember this correctly, but I, I think in the sequel, Nelson is uh, now like a security advisor for banks. And he's working with another woman. His mom's not in it at all. And it's been probably 20-some years since I've seen it. So I don't remember exactly where she's at or if they even mention it. I believe the dad's back in jail because I think he's got to get him out of jail again. Or he breaks out. I can't remember exactly how it works. Lily, Cynthia Rothrock's character, comes back and and frames Nelson. And then he's on the run again. And then I can't remember exactly where it goes from there. But I remembered a lot more of it than I thought I did. That's kind of crazy. Uh, but I'm looking forward to watching that. Maybe I'll do another podcast on it. Who knows? I never thought in 2022 I'd be doing a podcast on Fast Getaway. I mean, literally, if you search this movie on IMDb, next to it it says video. <laughs> like, this, like, this is what you need to know. And it's only an hour and 26 minutes, including credits. So it's a pretty quick watch. Uh, it is enjoyable. I, it's funny. I never thought the first Cynthia Rothrock movie I talk about on uh, the podcast was going to be Fast Getaway. I mean, originally it was going to be Martial Law, then it was going to be Tiger Claw. I mean, there's so many movies that she's done that are, would be fun to talk about. But, you know, when you throw Corey Haim in there, it's going to be a good time. As always, subscribe to the podcast, like us on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Share it. Let your friends know about it. And, of course, check out yourfortdodge.com often because you never know when I'm going to drop a brand new episode. The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production.